Hello and welcome to the Lisa Luce Show. My goal here is to help you achieve energy, joy, and fun over 40. We'll be challenging the status quo on aging and choosing growing up over getting old. We'll be talking confidence, health, fitness, mindset, all the things to ensure you are living your best years ever. By the way, you can find me across social media at Lisa Lou Fitness, where I show up as your dancing BFF. All right. I hope you're ready. I am so glad you're here. At the recording of this podcast, I just hit an anniversary about three weeks ago of having my breast implants removed. That's also called explant surgery. And so I just want to give you briefly my story, my journey through why I got my implants removed. And what I want to preface this with is that this is a very non-judgmental podcast. I hope you feel that in every aspect, but I remember being in my women's health coach certification and hearing the word explant and wanting to put my hands over my ears and go, I don't even know, want to know what that's about. What is, I, don't, I don't even want to know. I'm so happy with my breast implants. And, and I just didn't want to hear it. So this is for information purposes only. This is my story. Getting implants in is a very personal decision. Getting implants taken out is a very personal decision. And that's one that you may want to make and you may never make. So I just want to share my story with you. And I just wanted to preface it with that because I know how I felt when I very first started hearing about it. But after I heard about it and I started connecting the dots to actually, I really didn't feel that good. And I realized after research, after reading, and after talking to a ton of women who had breast implants and who were also not feeling well, that it could be some of what I was dealing with linked to my breast implants. So in October 2019, I had them removed. So before I tell you about how I felt ever since, let me back up to 17 years prior to that when I got them in. I had had my first child already. I had already nursed um, nursed one baby. I had two more after I got my implants in. But after my first one, I just felt like the little bit I had was gone and wanted to be able to fill out my shirts a little bit better and all the things. And so I got breast implants and I was very happy with them for a long time, for many years. I didn't know what I didn't know though. And when I started doing some research, after I even heard the word explant, I just started doing some research, like why would someone want to get these out? And as I was reading about certain conditions, many women ended up with, after they got their implants in, some bells started to go off. I wonder if this joint pain I've been feeling could be linked to having my breast implants in. Now, let me back up again and say, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And one of the things you can experience with Hashimoto's is increased joint pain. And I had pretty severe joint pain from my late 20s. I got my breast implants in, in my late 20s, and was diagnosed with Hashimoto's a year after my breast implants. Am I saying they absolutely directly caused that? I have no idea. I do know that it is just so fascinating to read all the women who got diagnosed after getting 
breast implants in. So that's just a little bit to think about if you've been diagnosed with Hashimoto's and you have breast implants, could be linked, may not be, I have no idea. I'm telling you some of the things that got me looking into this. Then I realized, okay, my hair had never fallen out in chunks, but it was thinning. That again could be linked to the thyroid disorder. There were a series of things that I felt though that I couldn't I had a hard time explaining. And so one of them was probably four years, maybe only three years leading up to my explant surgery, I was teaching dance fitness classes. And I remember talking to a friend or two and saying the words, I feel like there's concrete blocks on my feet when I'm dancing. I didn't know how else to put it. It just felt like I was heavy and it wasn't weight gain heavy. It was just a heaviness, but it felt very related to almost being stuck to the floor. Again, it, it even sounds strange coming out of my mouth now, but I just didn't know how else to talk about it. And I just noticed that it got a little bit worse and a little bit worse. And I was online at the time a little bit. I didn't do near what I do online now. I certainly wasn't, you know, doing reels. That wasn't even a thing and TikToks and all that back then. But I was doing some Facebook lives and I was doing different things. And now looking back at some of those videos, it really is interesting, the shift in my energy then and now. So I'm just going to put a pin on that in that and I'll come back to that in a few minutes. So the concrete block analogy, there were just things like that that I was feeling, and I was feeling so much older than my age. So I, when I did hear the word explant surgery, like I said, that just kind of at first, my hands were over my ears. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know because I think deep down inside, I probably suspected that some of what I was dealing with was potentially linked, but I didn't want to know. I didn't even want to think about getting them out. I loved that I was able to fill out my shirts. And when I say fill out my shirts, we're talking a small C cup. Like I was not large. In fact, after I got them out, people that hadn't seen me in a long time had no idea. If I said something to them about it, they're like, I didn't even know you had them in in the first place. So it wasn't this humongous difference. So let, let me say that too. But when I did start hearing about this and decided to research, I went into a Facebook group that there were just a series of women. Some had gone through it. Some had not. Many were just sharing their experiences. And do you know what is crazy is I ran across a post of somebody saying, I don't know how else to describe it other than to say, I feel like I have concrete blocks on my feet. And I just remember, I don't know if I started crying. I don't remember because this was years ago. It was, you know, way back before I actually got my surgery to have them removed. But I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this actually could be linked. So, so much of what I'm feeling, this heaviness, this lethargy could be potentially linked to my implants. So much of what I had dealt with, I had always linked to my Hashimoto's disease and it may have all been linked to that, and that was kicked off by the surgery. Now, by the way, Hashimoto's can be kicked off by other surgeries, not just breast implants. But for many, breast implants do, they can attack your body. Your body can reject them, and mine did. So within the first few months of getting the implants back 17 years before, let's see, 17, 18, 19, I guess it's been 20 years ago now because I had them removed three years ago and I had them in for 17 years. 
within a few months, I had a, what they call a contracture. My body was actually rejecting one of them. Had a surgery to have that repaired, and it was repaired. But I remember even from the beginning feeling like, why don't this is going to be a little TMI? Hopefully, it's just women listening. Why don't they move? It was just odd. I remember thinking, why don't they move? Fast forward to when I got my explant surgery, they were wrapped around my rib cage, which is very, very common actually for a lot of these, um, of, of how the body deals with the implants, that your body forms a capsule around the implant as kind of a protection, a protective barrier. And that capsule had also wrapped around, that extra tissue had wrapped around my rib cage, which was like I always had on a bra. <laughs> I remember thinking, why do people with breast implants need bras? I could bounce up and down. And I feel like they would never move. Anyway, sorry. Again, maybe too much information, but I just want you to understand kind of where I was, where my body was, and, and some of the things I was dealing with. Another thing I had noticed was that I had never dealt with dark circles into my eyes. And this was about six months leading up to my surgery. All of a sudden, I was having dark circles under my eyes. My body just wasn't well. Now, I wasn't laid out in bed. I was still teaching my dance fitness classes, but I didn't feel good teaching. That's the thing. And it was just this slow progression over the years of feeling worse and worse. And at one point, I thought, okay, all of this cannot be linked to my Hashimoto's, but I just didn't know if it was anything else. So... Let's let's get up to the surgery. So I decided to have the surgery. My husband was incredibly supportive. Of course, he just wanted me to feel good. He had watched me kind of slowly. I hate to say the word deteriorate because that sounds very dramatic, like I'm, I'm, I'm laid in bed and I can't move, and it wasn't that. But I just didn't have the energy and the zest that I did when I was younger, and it didn't feel related to age. I just felt like I was kind of under attack. Again, Hashimoto's is an autoimmunity, so I just, again, just always assumed that's what it was. So chicken or the egg here with Hashimoto's. I'm not a physician. I don't know. I just know so many stories that I've read that have been very similar to mine. Now, all this time with Hashimoto's, interestingly enough, I would get my panels done and because my diet was clean, because I was, um, I exercised correctly, it took years to exercise correctly because I certainly didn't always. I was an over-exerciser and a cardio junkie for a long time, but once I was doing those things right and got gluten out of my diet and just different things that I knew just my body personally didn't do well with, I was able to stave off a lot of the massive symptoms that people have with Hashimoto's and my blood test didn't, it showed I really didn't need medication. I was on a very low um, bioidentical thyroid medication early on, um, maybe 15 years ago. I was only on that for maybe a year and was able to get off. So my markers didn't look way off. I still kind of always attributed the way I felt to my Hashimoto's. So I've not been on medication for all of these years for Hashimoto's. And again, I was diagnosed in my late 20s. I'm now 50. So that's another interesting aspect of all of this is that even though I kind of attributed it to that autoimmune condition, really on paper in my lab work didn't show that things were way skewed and that I even needed medication, which kind of confounded those who were caring for me because most people with Hashimoto's, many, need medication, but diet and exercise is what I attribute all of that to. Now, let's fast forward. 2019 comes. My husband 
we you know, we both made the decision this if if this even could be the link to how I was feeling, absolutely, let's go through with it. Scheduled my surgery. I actually scheduled my surgery with a physician who is three and a half hours from where I live. He's in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I did that because on this Facebook group I was in, someone had put together this awesome resource of physicians who actually removed the entire capsule. They didn't break through the capsule and just remove the implant. They removed the entire capsule. And so there's a lot of debate over if that's even necessary. All I knew was, hey, if this person does that, and if that even could be a safer way to go than just taking out the implant and leaving the capsule in place, that's what I want to do. I want to invite you to experience my total body transformation 30-day workout program. You're going to get 10 10-minute HIIT workouts with modifications. Now, why are these workouts so amazing? Well, in 10 minutes, if you're doing these workouts the way that I recommend you do them, you're going to be burning fat for up to 24 hours after the workout. They are so effective. They are so efficient. It's a 30-day program, but guess what? It's yours to keep forever, to do as much as you want. You're absolutely going to love the time that it saves and how effective they are at burning fat long after the workout's over. So go to lisalufitness.com backslash total body workout and grab it today at a great price. So that's exactly what I did. Dr. Wright took amazing care of me. I, leading up to my explant surgery, about maybe a month, maybe even two months, I was with a friend of mine who was a hormone specialist and she just helped me with certain supplementation to make sure my body was prepared for surgery. Um, I was preparing through different exercise modalities just to make sure that that I was prepared because any surgery is just hard on your body, right? It can just be really hard on your body. And I stayed with her for a little while post-surgery as well. So we get to surgery day. I think my surgery was about two hours. My capsules were pretty wrapped around my rib cage, and it took a while to, you know, get them off. Um, but they did come off whole, and I had the video. It's, I guess, it's probably still on my phone somewhere, where where he actually shows um, he he shows his patients if they want it, a little video of the implant in the capsule, and then once they're out of your body, breaking the capsule and showing the implant, and you actually get to keep the implants if you want to, and I did because in my mind I'm thinking there's a video I want to do in a year, and I actually did a video or a picture, kind of holding them up and just kind of this is my one-year explant celebration. But after my surgery, what's so incredibly insane, and I was very public about all this, this was all on my Facebook business page and on my Instagram, are the two places three years ago that I was just very public leading up to it, actual surgery day, how I felt days after, how I felt weeks after. And what's so amazing is that, and this is not the same for everybody, I started feeling better within days. I remember getting up. I'm looking right now as I'm doing this podcast at the green chair that I was in. I had the tubes coming out of me, you know, with the the little blood bags that you get to (laughs) tuck into your pockets and all the fun things, the drainage tubes. And I remember getting up off that chair and walking across the room. And I remember stopping and thinking, oh my gosh, I just got up and walked across the room 
with no pain. Like it was the first time in so long that I didn't feel and look like an old lady getting up and walking. I had taken for granted. That was just my life for so long. It would just kind of take me a few minutes to, not a few minutes, a few seconds to kind of get up, get, you know, get the blood flowing and go across the room before, you know, I was all straightened up and looked fine. It was, especially if I'd been sitting a long time, it was just I just felt incredible. And I hid it well, too. Like, back when I would, you know, kind of walk like a little old lady, if I was in public, I wouldn't do that. I would push through the pain, but it always hurt. And of course, when I was home, I'd let it go and my family got to see me getting up nice and slow and sometimes grunting. But days after my surgery, I got up off of that green chair, walked across the room, and then remember just stopping and going, oh my gosh, that didn't hurt. I felt better that fast. Some people do not feel better right away. Some people, it takes a long time. For some people, it can take even years depending on how bad it is. Now, there is a name for this called breast implant illness. And it was hard for me to even claim that I had BII because I just didn't have so much of what so many women do. Mine was so minor in comparison. But can I tell you, I have not had one second of regret. Because if you look at my videos before that surgery, and especially leading up to it, and then you see my videos after that surgery, there's a difference even in my eyes. I just felt better. And I had so much more energy. There was a renewed energy that I had that was just missing. Again, especially getting closer to probably between you know, two to three years leading up to my explant surgery, my body just wasn't feeling good. And by the way, you're supposed to get them removed or replaced every five to 10 years, depending on the manufacturer. I had been at year 17, right? So when he did, they'll do an analysis. Now mine were saline. I know you're probably wondering, well, did you have silicone? Because that's what everybody assumes, you know, but like it's been decades since we started hearing about, I think, I, I think it was late eighties, early nineties. I remember hearing about the first cases of the silicone leaking. Well, guess what? You can still have problems with saline because my saline implants have a silicone shell. Now they found a bacteria inside of my saline implant. There was a bacteria in there. So that permeability, I'm sure somehow that leaked into my body and maybe that's what was causing the problems. I truly don't know. Again, this is such a personal decision. The reason I'm sharing this story with you is just to encourage you to think about if you do have breast implants and you have been feeling off, could there be a correlation? And if so, could this be the right decision for you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that. Only you can. I am just here to share my story. So here I am three years later. And, you know, I talk a lot about how much younger I feel now than I did in my 20s. And I just, I just wish I could express the depth of, of those words. I wish you could have been part of, of 
really just seeing and understanding how much healthier I am. And really nobody could but me because I didn't complain a lot to my husband. It wasn't something I talked about a lot. Again, assuming a good bit of what I was dealing with with Hashimoto's, I just I just don't complain. And so it's not like everybody was like, oh yeah, she was a mess and she was hurting all the time. And then all of a sudden she felt better. I really kind of suffered in silence a lot. And again, I use the word suffering very lightly. That's a, that's a big word. Um, I didn't suffer. There were, there were times where I just felt like crap, to be very honest. A lot of those years, I just didn't feel well, but I adjusted and I learned to live with how I felt because, hey, this is, this is what you do. If you've got autoimmunity, you do everything you do, you can do to make yourself better. You stay healthy. You stay active. You eat well. And so the more I did that, the better I did feel. However, there were parts of my body that was just breaking down and aging faster than it should have. My case is so minor in comparison to so many others who have had a much harder journey. We're talking skin issues. We're talking um, hair falling out. And whether they had Hashimoto's or not, certainly not everybody with breast implants has Hashimoto's. This is just part of my story. And it does line up with a lot of other women. But there have been severe cases. I don't even want to give you the whole list because this is not here to scare you. This is here to help you understand that there could be more to how you're feeling if you have breast implants. There could be more to it. Hormones are a thing too, right? Like you're over the age of 35, your hormones, there's a good chance they're probably not in balance. Hormones alone can be an issue. So again, that's why it's so important to work with a practitioner. And I'm a big fan of functional practitioners because they're all about the root cause. And you just want to make sure that whatever it is you're feeling, if it's not optimal that you figure out what it is. It could be that your hormones are imbalanced and that's just life because that's what happens over the age of 30, 35, 40 years old. We just are out of balance. But then there could be some things that are not even lining up necessarily with that and it could be related to implants. The other reason I share this is maybe you're considering getting implants. I'm not telling you not to. I'm saying knowledge is power. And the more you know, then the more you're walking into a decision with your eyes wide open. Unlike me, I didn't have my eyes wide open. All I cared about was being able to fit in a t-shirt better. And I did. With breast implants, I did fit in shirts better. I don't fit in shirts as well now, but I just wear a good bra. And it's fine. And I, I feel good. I feel good. I'm very happy with my decision. I'm very thankful for the knowledge that I had, you know, in my in my integrative women's health coach certification. Like I said, when I was going through that, I heard um, a colleague speak of working with a patient. Um, th- this particular colleague was a physician, and she was working with a, a patient leading up to her explant surgery. That was the first time I heard it, and I'm just very thankful that I did because it helped me to tie together some things I needed to know and honestly, some things that changed my life because I've not been the same since. Is everyday super energetic? Heck to the no. I do still have Hashimoto's, although it is still great. Had um, had my labs checked not long ago. My TSH was definitely a little bit off, but the good news is working with your estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, if those are off, sometimes that can all level out, and that's what we're working on right now. But I feel so much better than I did in my 20s, my late 20s in particular, my 30s, my early 40s, here I am at 50 years old, 
feeling freaking amazing. And I'm very, very thankful. And if any part of this can be a help or an encouragement to you to just look into into a little bit about this, if you're curious, if you're concerned about yourself or a loved one, it can't hurt to just be armed with knowledge. That is my reason of telling you this story. So having said all that, thank you for listening. Um, Again, I hope this was of interest. If it wasn't, then you probably stopped listening after the first few minutes. If it was, (laughs) please feel free to share this. I would love to you know, get the message out. I've said from the beginning, this is not a hill I'm willing to die on. I have been asked to do, you know, different interviews and different things about all this. I do not mind sharing my story. I'm doing it right now. But I also want to use care and caution because not every woman with breast implants may be dealing with issues. And if not, great. However, if you do start noticing things aren't right, Maybe you never would have even thought to check that side of things, and maybe now you will. So that's it. That's my whole reason for sharing. Thank you again for listening, and I can't wait to see you next time. Have a great day. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time. Thank you.